Hello, friends. I hope your new year is unfolding nicely. My new year arrived with some challenges, but within those challenges, a new year's gift has emerged. I'd like to share that gift with you. On January 1st, we welcome the new year of 2022 by celebrating together as a community. The day before, on the New Year's Eve, we held three consecutive year-end letting go ceremonies. These helped me personally, writing down three letting go lists and burning them all made my mind and heart feel lighter. But I also saw clearly that one thing still bothered me. With this clarity, I found courage to reach out to a friend with whom I had felt an uneasy energy from a past communication. I telephoned, but no answer. I sent a text with a New Year's greeting and invited a return call. No answer. I felt disappointed and wanted to tell myself that I'd done my best to untangle knots from the past. However, after meditation and consideration, I decided to send one more message, including the words, I am sorry if I created distress or hurt you. I hope you can forgive me. This time, a response came back by email, but it seemed to leave little room for reconciliation. I felt sad, hurt, and wrongly accused. A strong urge arose in my mind to explain myself and justify my position. I sat with that discomfort and tried to let it go through meditation and journaling. As some days went by, I contemplated the karmic truth of cause and effect. And I realized that whatever I planned comes back, sometimes exponentially. I recalled the first exchange of words that caused trouble with my friend. I reflected that I can contribute to misunderstanding both through the timing of my communication and through my tone of voice. I realized that when and how I say something is at least as important as what I say. Furthermore, every word I type, every word I release from my mouth should be calm and loving. Otherwise, my words can fly around and contribute to more misunderstanding, defensiveness, and hurt. This awareness, this direct experience of 
grace arising from home was a great gift to me because it inspired my intentions of 2022. One, speak less. Two, pause before I speak, especially when I find myself uneasy and irritated. Three, pause until gentle words and a kind tone of voice arise. Pulling grass in January. Recently, I weeded a lot of new grass from our garlic garden. Pulling weeds in freezing cold January? Yes, indeed. Last fall, after planting garlic bulbs, we covered the ground with straw, not knowing that the straw contained grass seeds. Unfortunately, we ended up planting grass with the garlic. Those little garlic plants are now being choked out, so we are carefully pulling the entangled green grass. Venerable Sotesan said, Whatever we have received in this life, whether welcomed or unwelcomed, is the result of our past thoughts, words, and deeds. We reap what we sow. Just as we unintentionally planted grass seeds with straw, we unintentionally sow seeds of twisted energy with unskillful speech. Last Sunday, Michael gave an insightful talk about the truth of Ilwan Sang, which is found at the very beginning of our One Buddhist scripture. At the same chapter, there are words, Dharma words on Ilwan Sang. This one song is to be used when we use our eyes. It is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. This one song is to be used when we use our ears. It is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. This one song is to be used when we use our noses, it is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. This one song is to be used when we use our tongues. It is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. This one song is to be used when we use our bodies. It is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. This one song to be used when we use our minds. It is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. Notice the repeated words, four adjectives that describe the truth of Ilwan Sang, our pristine state of mind. Perfect, complete, impartial, and selfless. This is the description of our true nature. 
the ill one sung mind, originally pure and clear, perfect and complete. Out of the six ways to manifest the truth of ill one sung through the eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind, my resolution this year is to focus on this one. The truth of Ilwan Sang is to be applied when we use our tongues. It is perfect and complete, utterly impartial and selfless. To me, it seems rather idealistic to realize a perfect, complete, utterly impartial and selfless state of speech. But to move closer to this ideal, I will aspire to keep my New Year's practice goals. Speak less. Pause before I speak. Use gentle words with no sharp edges. This way, I hope I can embody a well-rounded personality of Ilwan Sang, no sharp edges. How do I practice? This little notebook will be my guard. I'm going to keep track of every opportunity to practice these three resolutions. In one Buddhism, there are 30 precepts to practice. Six out of them are intended to prevent unmindful and hurtful speech. Do not use harsh speech. Do not speak about the faults of others. Do not talk while someone else is talking. Do not speak flowery and ingratiating words. Do not be double-tongued. Do not make impertinent remarks. Our tongues and mouth are not only tools for communication, but also tools for mindfulness practice. These tools are immediately and always available. Through our words and speech, we can plant the seed of kindness and loving compassion. In the past, I have often valued immediate and clear communication, but now I aspire to put more emphasis on maintaining harmonious energy. One New Year's Day, the Founding Master shared this poem from an ancient sage. For living in this world, gentleness is most precious. Rigidity is the root of a catastrophe. In speaking, always Hesitate. For matters at hand, 
respond slowly. The more urgent the situation, the more leisurely it should be considered. For living in this world, gentleness is most precious. Rigidity is the root of a catastrophe. In speaking, always hesitate. For matters in hand, respond slowly. The more urgent the situation, the more leisurely it should be considered. At the end of this verse, Master Sutesan said, If you conduct yourself according to these guidelines, you will always live in peace and bliss. Peace and bliss.